enjoy that everybody like looks like they're praying. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm real worried about this session, guys. I'm not gonna lie. We're going into a weird area with the weird stuff. Without my armor because yeah. I don't want to be cursed more oh, than yeah, I already am. Oh yeah, you made am. bad life choices. I'm well, also this is down the advantage seven of hit not points. having any magical arms and armor. Is <laughs> I can pretty much just be like, ah, I believe specifically your arms are magical. But I mean, technically they count as magic. There's a difference between <laughs> counting as magic and being magic. I can't just God disarm hands. myself. I took off my ring, and that's the only thing I took off. So I like I the Iron Fist, but cool. All right, so I guess let's get this party started. Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find a Path podcast, as we are continuing our playthrough of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Everybody doing good today? Yep. Sure. Oh, yeah. So far, until we start being murdered by necromancers or something. Yeah. Yes, yeah. perhaps that will be tonight. <laughs> when last we left our heroes, you guys had continued the exploration of the Sanctum of the Erudite Eye. Well, first we killed a div. Well, you finished your battle against the Div, who I don't think you ever got his name. They gave me a name for him, but you guys didn't really care. carry on the conversation. He wasn't talking to him. That jerk so is dead. That's all that matters. Yeah, we don't bother with names of people who refuse to talk to us. <laughs> yes, but you had managed to defeat the Div. You had continued your exploration of the uh, western portion of the structure. We just followed the Scorched Hands trail. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically following in the wake of the Scorched Hand. But for some uh, reason, their trail left that div there. As well as the mysterious stranger. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the barefoot guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He had we searched a couple of rooms. Yeah. And he's, he got hit real hard with a trap. And then we yeah. got hit real hard with a trap. And then I got hit real hard with a trap. Hey, guess what? I have a trap spotter now. So yeah! <laughs> Welcome to fourth level, everyone. Yeah, the, the party did level up to fourth level. We will talk about that in uh, this coming Friday's... After party. After party. Regardless, though, you guys had continued on. You had eventually reached the Chamber of Readiness, of which you kind of took a second to collect yourselves, noticed that there are some hieroglyphics on the wall, basically said, huh, it says to drop all of our magic items here. And I think Sagira left her ring, Citra yep. left her crossbow, and Onuris took off his armor and shield. Yeah, my AC is awful right now, guys. It's real bad times. You're trusting in the faith of, uh, in your faith of Nethys. And Sudi drops nothing because he has nothing. Sagira kept her sword, even though it's magical, because there's a reason she's a ranger that doesn't get spellcasting. And, and then we started to go down the stairs, and Onuris picked up some very, very overwhelming necromancy vibes. Mm -hmm. A sense of overwhelming evil. And he power. started to rethink his life choices. But yes. you mean so you when we start, Onuris just goes, uh, no, turns around and walks back in and puts on his armor. No, <laughs> he's going to put his faith in the gods. He's a cleric. That's Someone kind of help his me, job otherwise description. Five minutes. True. So... That is where we're going to start. All of you stand at the top of a single set of stone steps descending downwards. Itself, the passage no wider than about four feet, although the ceiling here still stretches up some 15 feet high, giving you the odd impression of almost being down in the bottom of a canyon. Hieroglyphs are set on the walls off towards your left and right, set in vertical columns of ascending and descending hieroglyphs across the entirety of their surface. On yours, glancing them over, they just appear to be prayers of Nethys. Okay. These steps descend downwards deeper into the earth. Sagira up at point, mm -hmm. I believe with a light spell still cast on your uh, kopesh. It's usually my holy symbol. Your holy symbol? Very well. What is uh, the holy symbol best that look like? It's a cat. It's, it's a, a cat. Golden like, cat. Is it literally just like a cat cat? I didn't know if it was like a symbol. It's a golden cat. It's a golden cat just sitting there, like waiting to be fed. <laughs> but you can see that the stairs descend down for a distance about some 20 feet or so. At the bottom of this, you would see a stone door. Are your spider senses tingling? I ask. <laughs> Citrus steps up and checks for traps. You know, spiders have nope. webs. They're very good at sensing things. Make me a perception roll down on the door if you so wish. Okay. 
My coal gives me plus two, right? Correct, Mendo. Okay. That's uh, only a 14. Yeah, the door looks fine. It's going to attack us. Shakira once, opens once. the door. The door is locked. Oh, it's locked. You didn't notice it was locked? <laughs> I was checking for traps, not if it was locked. You say so. You guys are awkwardly just squeezed into this hallway. We're cuddling. Sitting down. Hey, buddy. I get a 21 to unlock the door. With a 21, you would kneel down, take a couple of seconds to pick through these locks, being cognizant of the fact that everything is here is locked. So whoever left appeared to have been very courteous and relocked all the doors behind him or killed the scorched hand and then locked them all down here. I thought we decided that it just kind of reset itself because there's some being, uh, being that was possible. here. So. We're, we're, we're kind of running on it could be either one of those things, I think. You did, you did determine that the creature that had attacked Sudi previously, the small elemental being, was an Oncot, I yes, believe. Yes, an Oncot. It was a small elemental creature dedicated to upholding a location. And he did not like that Sudi littered in the fountain. Oh, I'm never going to live that down, am I? Probably not, no. Do not wash your pits in the pool of sacred tears. Anyway. Ew. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I guess now that it's open, I'm going to open the... Sigura's going to shuffle you aside and open the door. Well, doing that awkward uh, airplane passing one another thing in the aisle, you guys would switch positions again. Am I giving you the crotch or the ass? (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking, but I didn't say it. (laughs) You would reach the bottom of the steps. I'm assuming your marching order is Sigura at point, Citra behind her, Mm -hmm. followed by... It's on your... Sudi's in the back. Sudi's in the back, because he's got the fastest movement speed. Mm -hmm. Are you still... 40 or yeah, you? I'm at 40. Yeah. Sakura, pushing on this opening the door, there would be this slow, creaking, grinding sound of stone. You would feel a gust of displaced air, as if the pressure down here is trying to equalize with the pressure upstairs. It is oddly cold. Colder than you think it should be for a tomb or a crypt. This would blow past you, or blow past all of you raising goose flesh on your arms as I suppose you begin to make your way forward and into said room. Except for on yours, who I think was cold resistance. I don't know if Sudi can actually get goose flesh. Yes. So Sudi just puffs up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he just is like knackles raised. Puffs up to twice his normal size. Alright, so uh, entering this room, that's chilly. Um... The chamber beyond is an octagonal shaped chamber. The door would lead into this room. From one side to the other, you'd say it's about 15 feet across, and then probably about 15 feet at every side, with five-foot walls set along the outside of the room, and only a single hallway making its way out of this room. Mm. A stone bench sits on the wall opposite of the door that you've come in from. Black tiles would line the floor, walls, the ceiling, everywhere. There would be no hieroglyphs here. The short passage exits out of the right-hand side of this room, although not to a door, but a gate of bronze bars. Are there any tracks or anything? You may make a survival check if you so wish. It is notable that this place, much like all the rest of this temple so far, is also devoid of any of the dust or any of the cobwebs or everything else that you've come to expect from crypts and tombs. Mm. Uh, what is what is the rest of the party doing in the meantime? How, how large was this room again? Sorry. Uh, it's about 15 feet at the side, okay. with the corners cut off. Are there any hieroglyphs around on the doors or the bars or anything? As stated, there are no hieroglyphs in this chamber. Uh, I guess I'm going to look for a secret door. <laughs> Very well. That's, that seems like So you can roll a perception check to look for a secret door. I'd like to look over the gate, make sure there's like nothing amiss. 
Alright, so you're going to slip up to the gate. You can make a perception roll on the gate as well, if you so wish, on yours. I guess I'm just going to keep an eye out. Well, up the stairs, or are you going to accompany Citra? I guess up the stairs. Alright, so Sagira with your 17 on your survival check. Mm. No? The bleeding man must have taken the time. You think upstairs probably to staunch his bleeding before uh. he descended down here. You saw some bloody footprints on the stairs, but you know, sadly from personal experience, blood doesn't actually stick on the bottom of your shoes for an exceptionally long time or even the bottom of your bare feet. And this chamber being as so thoroughly dusted as it is, no. Hmm. On the plus side though, there appears to only be one way to go. Yeah. You don't see any signs that they stop and sit on the bench or anything along those lines. Sudi, what did you make on your perception roll? I got a 20. With a 20, walking around the outside of this room, just taking it just a second to try to check the surrounding walls, you know that secret passages are, of course, common in Osirian temples, Osirian crypts, Osirian houses, pretty Osirian much anywhere in Osirian rooms. Osirian anywhere. Osirian bathhouses, Osirian sewers. But you don't see any signs of them here. Or if they are here, they're very cleverly disguised. Fair enough. With Citra, what did you make on your perception roll? Oh, I only got an 11 on my okay. perception roll, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, you believe this gate is closed and locked <laughs> once again. There is an actual hinge mechanism to this. This isn't just like an iron barred grate blocking your way, so it can be opened. However, if you want to, go ahead and make me a, uh, a disabled device check. I get a 24 on my disabled device check. With the 24, looking this over, this is not a standard gate. The entirety of this mechanical gate is basically set up on concealed springs and specially designed hinges, effectively meaning that anyone passing through it, not holding it open, it will swing, sh swing shut and lock back behind you, even if it's been unlocked with a key. More likely not, no one came back through and just locked this back behind them. It would just swing back shut and latch. So is this meant to, like, trap people down here? It's possible that it could just be a trapping mechanism. It's possible that it could just be some manner of control. This is a temple of Nethys. They probably did bury people prominent to the church down here. But this is also probably a place where they had occult ritual rooms or their own chambers for the preparations of the dead. Maybe treasure vaults. Magical treasure vault. Well, I mean, it's not like Nethys I mean, did non-magical things. I was going to say, if I find non-magical treasure, then I'd be like, well, this is weird. There is no gold. All his gold is in potions. Dry, dry, desiccated potions. Just have water. Anira's watching back up the stairs. Yep. You see no sign of pursuit. That being said, I imagine you still periodically glance back towards the surrounding walls, checking back over your shoulder, because you know that the party didn't finish that elemental thing. And if it's been ordered to safeguard this place, it's probably still just waiting for its chance. But we started following the rules. <laughs> we haven't done anything bad since then. By breaking into this place that's for priests only. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. He was only told to keep everything clean. That's right. We we're have assuming. no idea what Actually, he was yeah, told to do. We're out, out of curiosity, real quick, who still has magical items on them? Me. Uh, double checking. I do not. Nope. I no healing my... potions. Nothing nope. like that. Nope. Oh, we have our healing potions if we have any. I don't, I don't have any. Don't I need to see my last one. <laughs> Onyris literally has no magic on him besides the magic he can cast. I have my sword. I can't remember. <laughs> um, I have one cure light wound on me, but that's bad. Oh boy. Very well. 
Because this is the book where we didn't get any medkit items. Weird. Yeah, we got nothing in the medkit right now. It's pretty empty. Yep. As in completely. <laughs> Other than that, you just find yourself in an octagonal chamber covered with black stone on its floors, walls, and ceiling. And uh, the ceiling in here, by the way, is only 10 feet high, unlike the upper floors. Oh, Sitcho, while you're checking this, these are just iron bars, or bronze bars, and you can see the chamber beyond through them. It's full of treasure and healing. It's <laughs> Looking through the gate, you can see that this chamber opens up into another chamber that is octagonal, although not... It is octagonal, but all the sides of the room are not even. So effectively, it's more of a oblong. You would be coming in on one side. The opposite wall is longer. Both of those walls, you're going to guess, are about 15 feet in overall length. Uh, whereas the side walls off towards the left and right that you can see in this chamber are only about 10 feet wide and are taken up by twin pairs of stone double doors. The chamber beyond only has a single feature to it, which appears to be a statue of Nethys. The statue would stand tall. It seems to be life-size, although if Nethys were a six-foot-tall man, split in black and white, with his uh, right-hand side being the side of healing, gesturing out almost welcomingly with a hand. The other one is holding a staff upraised as if preparing to smite infidels. You wonder curiously if the statue and its its two polar opposites also represent the two doors, as the hand almost seems to be gesturing towards one door and the staff towards the opposite one. Hmm. You may actually make a perception roll from here, though. Sixteen. Sixteen. You can't make out many details of the statue from this distance, although it is expertly carved. There looks to be something either in his hand or carved into the hand. Although from here, you can't make it out. You said the gate was locked? Yes. Okay. Can you get through the gate? Uh, I hope so. But did anybody else see anything in this room? No, there doesn't appear to be any kind of hidden uh, latches or anything here for a secret passage. Okay. Then I'll get to work on this. Oh, don't forget that you can take 10. I, I, then I'm just going to take 10. Uh, that would be a 23. Right. It wouldn't take you long. Less than half a minute before you've managed to work this before popping it open. I can probably jam the springs, but do we want to take the time to do that, or do we want to push on forward? I imagine the Oncot would just come and repair it eventually. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, we Maybe. should keep moving. Also, we're a bit under the proverbial clock to try to find out if the Ace tent is still here, so I'd rather continue moving. Okay. True, but we're locking ourselves in here, and getting back through the gate will take time if we're running. Well, then we won't run. <laughs> okay. Even if I do and the Ankot fixes it, then we're in the same boat. True, but who knows how long that would take. Then I can go ahead and try. If you guys want to take a look around the room. Judging by the statue, and this is just a theory, but I don't... I've been in enough tombs to be wary of statues. Um, it looks like it corresponds to the color. Mm. While I'm working on this, y'all will look around the room. Okay, I'm going to attempt to disable the spring so that we could get out quickly if okay. need be. Okay, go ahead and roll me your disabled device. 23. Take 10 for 23? Yes. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> I have not been rolling well tonight, so 23. <laughs> Alright, what are the rest of you doing in the meantime? Anyris is going to go check out that statue of Nethys. Me too. I guess I'll watch the rear. Two people <laughs> heading for the statue of Nethys. You're watching, Sudi, you're watching back from the room you just came? Yeah. Or are you watching the side doors? Yeah, the or? room we just came from. Alright, so Citra, you would settle in, basically unroll your thieves' tools and begin working on trying to disable the spring device on this door. Onuris and Sagira, making your way forward towards the statue, 
This is a statue of Nethys. The statue is expertly carved and seems to have been made exceptionally well. And much like everything else here, seemingly maintained by the, the presence of this elemental spirit so that it hasn't decayed. Both of you may make me a perceptual as you approach. Let's go ahead and get a perception roll from Sudi and Citra as well. Oh boy. Uh, I get a 26 on my perception. Uh, Sudi gets a 26. Citra finally rolls something above a 4 and she gets a 28. Yeah, on yours gets a 20. Gotta say, but a 20 is the lowest roll in the party. <coughs> Alright, you guys did exceptionally well. So, looking over the statue, this depiction of Nethys is with pretty much a it doesn't actually look like his face is half and half. It actually looks like a funerary mask covering his face. The statue also has the phronic beard, as well as wearing a full headdress draping back and across his shoulders with the double serpent crown denoting him as a pharaoh. Hmm. Although, again, historians can debate that. Beyond that, he is wearing a fine pectoral. You would notice that on this pectoral is an eye symbol that seems to be resemblant to the same eye symbol that you saw in the fountain upstairs. Also, on his outstretched right hand, on the palm of it, is the eye symbol again. Hmm. As if gesturing forward or towards you. Hey, we've leveled up since then. Can we roll on that again? Yep, I would allow you to make me a knowledge. Let's make a knowledge religion. Nah. Oh, hey, that's a really good roll. On yours gets a 27. On yours, glancing over the eye-like design, it looks, it looks familiar. The eye symbol is important, not just, of course, to the Church of Horus, much as your own is concerned, but to the Egyptians generally in total. You said Egyptians. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Also to the Egyptians. (laughs) And blooper reel. But to the Osiriani as well in total. In this case, you wouldn't be surprised if there was also an eye on his left hand. Although from here, you can't see that as the hand is upraised with the staff. Mm Mm-hmm. The three eyes, however, might be representative of Unlot, the festering, the first spawn of Rovagog, who is believed to have been a massive, or is known to have been a massive scarab beetle with three eyes. Oh. So this might be representative of his mastery over it. And again, since this seems to be depicting him more as a pharaoh, it may be, again, as far back as the earliest, the first age of Osirian, when you're going back that many thousands of years of history to just after Earthfall, things get a little bit hazy when you're looking at the historical documents. Whether or not Nethys was ever a pharaoh, that is up to debate by numerous scholars probably more interested in that than you are, since you're far more interested in Horus. Yeah, Horus is pretty cool. Citra, you'd be struggling with this spring. It is an exceptionally well-designed device. As you were doing so, leaning over, you would cock your head hearing a sound. A kind of... a scraping noise that immediately makes you wonder if one of the stone doors are opening. As you would eye towards one and then eye back towards the other. Sudi, you would think for a moment that you see movement back in the direction you came. As if there's almost a rippling on the wall for a moment. As I suppose you would tense yourself and the base of your tail would ache in sympathetic pain for the memory of it. <laughs> However, both you and Citra would be aware of the danger facing Sigiron on Eurus at the same time that the two of them are, as the statue's head would lower to ah! stare at you, and it would stride forward, dropping off of its pedestal with a notable crunch 
as the statue begins to make its way forward, spinning its quarterstaff with extraordinary speed. And I will need initiative from the party. Trust no statues. Uh, Trust no this, statues. Now, the real question is, is this because we brought a magic potion, or is this because we tried to disable the thing? People actually set Who this knows? on that pedestal. Or is it just because we're here? Well, so far these dice are not rolling terribly. Cue up the battle music. Get some initiatives. Alright. What are we looking at, Sigur? Twelve. Twelve from Miss Sigur, Mabe. Sudi Kantar. Sudi's got a fourteen. A little bit better than uh, Sigur. Mm-hmm. Citra Nahamra. Citra also gets a fourteen. Very well. I think you rolled the higher perception roll, so I might just give it to you. You probably have the higher initiative modifier anyway. I have a plus four. I have plus two. Yep. We're going to give it to Citra. On yours. Twenty-one. <laughs> 21. He's ready. To be fair, you were just staring at this and contemplating history when it jumped off the platform at you. This is why Segura always gives suspicious looks to statues. The warning was about having letting the you know priest protect you and leaving your magic. I bet you it animated because we brought magic. I also wish I had a golem bane scarab. <laughs> it's that's so thematic. If only we had gone shopping because that's on my shopping list. Yeah. We don't have enough money for one of those right now. It's expi- Those are expensive. We haven't sold treasure in a while. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. The we- I didn't buy anything. I still have tons of gold. Not enough for a golem bane scarab. They're not that expensive. They're like Might. at least 2,000 gold. Yeah, like I'm not that far from that. All right. Combat breaks out. Top of the initiative on yours. What, what are... What can I make Knowledge Arcana. Yeah, I don't have that. You should run away. You don't have any armor on. Yeah, I'm going to take a... What side <laughs> is the cleric side? Uh, right that would side? be... It's the right side of the statue, but on yours is facing it, so the left direction. Oh my god, you're hurting my brain. Here. Okay, yes, I'm going to... East. I'm going to take, take a five-foot back step back. I don't know why you thought east was going to be less... <laughs> it's on the map. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so on yours springs back and out of the way. That's just a five-foot step. You still have the rest of your turn. You should have hit it first, and then take five. I'm not gonna hit this thing because if it's not coming after me, I, if it's gonna, if it's, I'm trying to test <laughs> the magic theory. <laughs> I'm trying because if it goes straight for Sagira, she needs to run out of here. Oh well, it's gonna go after me regardless. So, I'm gonna hit it. We're all on our own is basically what Anuris is saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. I, Every man for himself. All right. Uh, My strength is also an eight. Do you guys remember do you that? Want to yeah. Do, yeah. do you want to do anything with your turn? I'm gonna go defensive. All right, so you're gonna take the full defense? Yes. All right, so that's gonna give you a plus four bonus to arm plus. I need it, trust me. From Onuris, the wall next to Citro would ripple. Uh-oh. Uh, stepping free of that now comprised the black stone as the surrounding tiles would form back and around it would be the tiny elemental creature as it would stride break forth. the gates. He uh, only comes out when other people are around. I think that's what it really is. If you'll put him to the... Uh, no, I think she. I think it's mad she's trying to break the gate, which is part of the place. Breaking it. So it takes a five-foot step out, which allows it to full-out attack. <laughs> Fixing it, technically. <laughs> Fixing it not to work anymore. Fixing it so that it won't close. We're going to start with an eight. And we're going to follow that with a natural one. So... <laughs> um, I don't believe you can be caught flat-footed any longer, so... We're... Uh, when we rolled on this, was it smart enough for us to communicate with it? We never knew what it was. We're not Ooh, but I've sure. left since then. Yeah, you, you didn't know what it was. You do know that Sagira tried speaking at oh, it in right. Terran. It didn't respond to me. But maybe, but, since we now know it's like created by people from way back in the day, maybe an older language. That brings us to Citra. Um, 
a little part of me that like wants to drop this up and put my hands up and be like, I'm sorry. You can try it. <laughs> Although then we're locked in here with this giant statue, I don't know. So it's like the predator. Oh, you're not armed. There's no sport. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You're gonna need to get your weapon out anyway. Unless you're gonna poke it with your tools. No, definitely not. Quick, try to disable the it's a device, right? Am I close to disabling the spring or no? No, you it, you basically had finished your time trying to disable it and realized the 23 is not going to come in. Oh, okay. Shoot. Uh, I am going to drop my kit, take a five-foot step back, and... Picks go uh, scattering across the floor. And uh, draw my kukri as I go. Very well. So the first two highest initiatives... Run away. Run. You still have a standard action remaining. <laughs> not attack it, but I guess I'm going to have to. Do you ready in action to attack it if it tries to move to attack you? No, I'll uh, go back forward. I'll wait to take the five-foot step till after the end. Um, so I'll attack it first, and then I'll take the five-foot step back. Okay. Who has the knowledge arcana to roll about the giant statue of Nethys, by I the way? I do. I don't. Can't roll for crap, though. But my attack at it, uh, I only get an 11. An 11 is going to glance off the hardened sides of this. Sparking against the stone. You're not entirely positive if it's obsidian or onyx or what. Well, my knowledge arcana came out to a 21. 21, however, will allow you to identify the construct. As you look back over your shoulder, the creature in question is a graven guardian. They're human-sized constructs of clay, stone, wood, or similar materials crafted and painted to resemble a deity or a deity's favorite servants. When not in motion, a Graven Guardian appears identical to a Temple of Crypts statue, but while active, Graven Guardians look extremely lifelike. Graven Guardians are inexorably tied to a specific deity's faith. While unintelligent and thus lacking any real personality, a Graven Guardian has the ability to recognize fellow worshippers or minions of its deities. That's why it's attacking. This recognition does not extend so far as to allow these worshippers to give a Graven Guardian new orders. However, it does in fact recognize them. With a 21, you actually know two things pertaining towards the Graven Guardian. Okay. What are its special defenses? Special defenses. First off, it possesses damage reduction. Knowing when it overcomes its damage reduction is a separate question. Secondly, it has the standard construct traits. So it gains immunity to all mind-affecting effects, immunity to bleed, death effects, disease, necromancy effects, paralysis, poison, sleep effects, stunning, not subject to ability damage, ability drain, fatigue, exhaustion, energy drain, or non-lethal damage, cannot be healed on its own, immunity to any effect that requires a fortitude save that does not also affect objects, does not need to breathe, eat, or sleep. How do I get past its damage reduction? Oh, I was, I actually hadn't finished. Oh. It also has, it is not a golem, therefore it is not immune to magic. It is resistant to all magic. Mm -hmm. uh, you also know that this statue has fast healing. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, great. Oh. In addition to that, it has a weakness. Although knowing what its weakness is is a separate question. So do you guys want weakness or do you want damage reduction? Damage reduction. Here. What is its damage reduction? It has a damage reduction of five against any weapon that is not adamantine. Oh, of course it does. Of course. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to be useless at attacking that. Good luck. Yeah, I suppose if you glance back, swing at this thing, yell good luck, everyone, because there's not really much that you can give them as far as a, here's a useful hint on how to fight it. Great. <laughs> From Citra, you have a five foot step if you still wish to take it. No, I'm going right. to stay where I am. We go to Sudi Kantar. Oh, Sudi does not like this. He really doesn't like that uh, Ankat, so he's going to take a five foot step <laughs> sliding over sideways and Flurry blows it. Your friend is back. Oh, my tail. 
Most likely because you were trying to break the log. You guys told me to! <laughs> I did not tell you to. I would prefer to have a clean exit in case we have to run for our lives. A 23. A 23 will strike the uncut. I'm up to a d8 damage, so You never want to be that. stuck. And of course I roll one, so I do four points of damage to it, which probably does nothing. You inflict four points of damage, you do slam and knock off a fair amount this, of stone. This one doesn't Sick. have the thing. Uh, I'm gonna hit it again. You flurry of blows? Yeah, but uh, 16. 16, however, will not strike it. Yeah. As you bring your fist back away, probably shaking it off some since you just punched into the side of a stone monstrosity. Yeah. Although your alternative is to punch a stone statue, so. Yeah, it's, it's stone all the way down. You're, you're kind of poorly off both ways. Sagira. Uh, I've leveled up since I rolled on this Ancot. Can I roll on it again? Yeah, sure. I put a point in, or I put actually three points in uh, knowledge. Of maybe maybe you've recalled something in the past. We read something about it. I don't know. You've I got, got a name to put to it now. So. I got 18 this time. An 18, you would be able to recognize this as an Ancot. Hey guys, uh, guess what? <laughs> you basically know, as I stated, whenever you found that initial entry, that they are elemental entities that dwell within a single building or structure, such as monument, temple, or manor, okay. uh, and are key to it. Well, with that, you would actually know one thing pertaining towards them. Defenses? Defenses. They possess elemental traits. They have no other special defenses past that. Oh. Yeah, you're going to do full damage. Cool. And then I'm going to move action kick on my martial flexibility for being a brawler to give myself power attack. Was, for a second there, I thought you had some sort of magic item that you just like, move action, click my heels together. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, and then, I don't even know, do we, we don't even have our weapons out. No, surely we have um, our weapons out. I, yeah. I think the only one that would have put their weapons away would have been Citra because yeah. she needed okay. her hands. Uh, I'm going to drop my Kukri and I'm going to two-handed grip my Kopesh and then swing down at this uh, Nethus statue. Or Very up, well. or sideways, whatever. All right. Swinging cool. in its general vicinity. Um, okay, so that is a 28. A 28 will strike your target. Can it be critical? No. Constructs, I don't no, think they, they're They're not immune to criticals. Oh, I thought they no. were. Right. Yes. Okay, I'm going to roll again to see if I can actually critical this. That would be pretty cool. That's not a terrible roll. Uh, 21. A 21 will confirm your critical yeah. hit. Hey. Cool. Okay. I'm doing two As Sagira hefts her blade, whips it back around, and slams it, managing to catch one of the seams in its leg. A vicious chop down into the thing. Uh, 31 points of damage. Jeez. Jeez, <laughs> alrighty then. And that's my whole turn. Well, it's still got some damage reduction, but uh, not that much. was not pleasant. <laughs> totally worth it. taking this dip in Brawler. Nice. Uh, from there, we go to the Graving Garden. Grave. Yeah. Graven Guardian. I don't know it's why. It's going to murder me real good. Oh, it's probably going to murder you. Uh, you would notice good. that the stone would begin reconstituting itself where you just struck it um, I, as its fast healing kicks in. I have a negative two decks right now. I have an 11 armor class. Don't look at me I like that. I have a 12. I have a, I have a 12. <laughs> I'm sitting at a 12 armor class. <laughs> and that one? <laughs> <laughs> that is going to make me real dead. <laughs> it full out attacks with yeah. its quarterstaff. Uh oh. Real dead. 25. Yes. That hits my 12 AC. If you were at full AC, would that still hit you? Mm, yes. So there's that at least. <laughs> yeah. The quarterstaff strikes you, slamming you for eight points of damage. Okay. It brings it back around in a cross swing. I was down nine hit points. Yeah, I was down. You're about to be down more. <laughs> uh, 17. Uh, yeah. 
That would have hit me on the nose even with my old armor. It would slam you a second time, cracking into your stomach for 10 points of damage as you feel the air blow out of you. It swings down a third time. Oh my goodness. Ah, what the crap? Oh. oh, crap, your armor class is so low. That I might know. still hit. 13. Yeah. Slamming you for a final seven points of damage as down. it hits your shoulder and almost drops you to I, a knee. I do have four hit points though. Uh, it takes a five foot step straight forward. Sliding forward to the point where it's threatening, threatening now in the center of the room at everyone except for Citra, who's too far close to the entryway. It will spin its weapon. Ah, it is more attacks? Sigura can only make no. cry sounds now. <laughs> and then we go to they top don't... of the initiative on yours. So his healing side heals you. Five foot <laughs> over in front of this thing. DC to cast a spell on the defensive. 15. 15, 15 plus two times the level of the spell. So this is defensive casting. So I get a 12 before I even roll. So I only need to roll a five. Yeah. I roll an 18, we're good. Yay! 14 hit points back and I'm out of second spell level spells again. You feel the rush of holy healing course for you. <laughs> uh, from Onuris we go to Downcut. It will punch out at Sudi. This is fine. Lashing out with both of his tiny little fists. With a, I think that's a 24. I'll hit. I should hope so. Uh, striking Sudi for four points of damage. Secondly, do not think an 11 will. No. You're not Sagira. Yeah. <laughs> We're on Eurus right now. That 11 would not hit me. Uh, that 11 would hit me. From the Ankot, he will then take a five-foot step back into the wall, disappearing back into its folding surface, bringing us to Citra. You need to stab this construct. Possibly, I mean, you might be able to sneak attack. I think if it's not immune to critical hits, it's not immune to sneak attack. Uh, I am going to um, do an awesome acrobatics movement and uh, move into the flank across from Sagira. Very well. And then you'll uh, need to roll your acrobatics. Five, ten. Uh, you probably could just skirt around, just it. around it. Yeah. I was really just doing that. I don't have the best text. angle from here, so. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I a, have room. I was really uh, just doing it for flavor okay. text. Yeah, cool. So you rush around the outside of the room. I rush around. <laughs> and then she braces her kukri against her forearm and then attempts to. You going for the. Chop at the <laughs> statue. You going for the so. tendons in the back of the leg? Doesn't have any. Let's tendons see how realistic he is. Oh gosh, I just can't freaking roll today. Uh, it's only a 14? 14 will not strike the thing as it would step aside. 16? 16 yeah. will not strike the thing as it would step aside with just shocking speed. Sad. I, I am rolling really sucky tonight, guys. Mm. Oh well, there's nothing for it. Yeah. What'd y'all do to me? From Citra, we go to Sudi Kantar. Okay, well, my first opponent is not showing up. Punch. Fight. Punch Nethus. So I, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch Nethus. All right. So you turn around, punch your fist out at the god of magic. Oh, flurry of blows, Nethus. Uh, Very well, flurry, Nethus. Sorry, Nethus. Yeah. Saying apologies to the god. Uh, that's going to be a twenty. A twenty will not strike the statue. Uh, well, technically, it just glances off of its stone heart flesh. Try again. Hey. That's for twenty for a twenty-seven. Perfect twenty will hit threat roll to confirm. I do not confirm. Uh, <laughs> not at all. All right, so that's going to be eight points of damage as I get to nick it just like You would crack into the side of this thing. 
We're hoping that Sagira's initial hit is enough to turn the tide for you, because otherwise you're just going to be chipping away at this oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, we All go to right. Sagira. I'm going to two-handed power attack this guy some more. God, that was so close to my critical range. Okay, um, <laughs> so that is... 27? 20, no, we're flanking, so 29. 29 will strike your target. Cool. It was one away from maybe critically. That's oh. 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. Crack Jeez. into it. Power attack. Power attacking it. It's still going. Which actually brings us to Nethus. Its wounds start regenerating. But it's got multiple targets now, so maybe it won't just go after hard. you. Maybe he won't. But maybe he will. You're the, you're the heathen that brought magic in, though. So. I brought a magic in, too. <laughs> it's that we're not Nethus followers. I don't think that's it. You just told us that that was what it was. No, I think it's the magic. It's the, it can t- detect if we're followers of Nethus, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's what it's programmed to attack. With the warning upstairs, like I think it's the magic. Well, then it wouldn't just be attacking me. I don't know. Citra just glanced off of it. Yeah, it's going to bring its staff to bear against Sagira. <laughs> Roll a one. It's possible, but didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, 16 as it brings its yeah. quarter staff down on you. Striking the ranger for seven points of damage. Okay. It hefts its quarter staff again. It drops it down again. That would be a natural one. Yay! As it would miss, you would spring back and over it. It then spins its quarter staff and swings a final time in an intricate dance, looking at an 11. Nope. You would barely manage to, almost at this point, stumble out of the way more uh-huh. by happenstance than any skill as you continue to struggle with your... I imagine it's just like when you come down from anesthesia and you're just, nope, nope, my leg's asleep and <laughs> just falling over. I'm like imagining He's the cool, like, mummy curse guys from the uh, Origins Assassin's Creed. From the Grave Guardian, we go to on yours. Well, because of my strength rain, the chances of me actually hitting this thing are, like, next to, like, zilch. Even if you did, I don't think you could do much to get through its damage reduction. I would have to roll higher. I would have to, if it has a five damage reduction, I would have to roll an eight. So could you just do, like, a defensive thing to, like, boost Sagira? Eight another. Yeah, but see, I, I have an 11 armor class. If this thing swings at me, I'm going down. I'm pretty oh, sure if it swings at any of us, we're going down, because uh, the thing hits really hard. <laughs> anyway. What does Onuris want to do with his turn? Good channel. I have two left. Because I have 11 hit points and I will be on the ground. Yeah, but and then just... he'll be hitting other people. Do you have selective? No. So... You can't heal them. Uh, you can't heal either of these. Oh. Actually, you might be able to heal the elemental. I don't actually know if they're immune to healing. It has full cover from the wall. Yeah, so there's that. I mean, I can keep using my healing now, but if we run into other things later... Like the scorched hand. Yeah, I mean... Is there, like, anything in this room that would tell us how to turn off the statue? There's no writing in this room. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the fact that we brought magic in here. So what if we drop our magic... That's still in the room. I'm sure it's still gonna... It's attacking us now. I'm sure it's... it's, Golems don't have super complex orders like that. It's not a golem. It's a construct. You, it's not going to have... It's going to have a very simple command. You can't give them elaborate commands. It's probably attack anyone that brings magic into the room or something so like that. So do we want to try and just... The gate slammed shut. It's locked and we can't get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Now that you have stepped away from the gate, the gate is closed. Shoot, I didn't even think about that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have left the gate. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Well, you would have had to leave a hand open just to hold open the gate while you were fighting, too. You wouldn't have been able to get around into the flank. 
going to put something in the way. I mean, I can channel, but we're not going to have much healing after this fight. Well, there won't be another fight if we all go down here. <laughs> everybody, if we all die. Everybody gets nine. Okay. There's a healing pulse that rolls through the room, filling all of you with the grace of horse. Thanks, Falcon buddy. <laughs> From there, we go to the Uncut. <laughs> oh, okay. Just kidding. It will five foot step out flanking Sooty. Of course, it will. of course it will. As it steps forward before lashing out with its fists. That's fine. That is a with the plus two fourteen. That will not hit me. It swings again. Uh, not a whole lot better. Fifteen. Will not hit me. Very well. Take so Sooty ducks and weaves as it lashes out at him, bringing us to Citra. Citral once again brace her kukris against her forearm. Um, she's not going to two weapon fight though, so she can get a little bit of a boost to try to hit it. Well, scratch that. Citra will two weapon fight because that way she gets the same bonus for both of her hits instead of a severely disadvantaged one. Plus, I'm flanking, so that's actually better. Mm-hmm. Sneak okay. attack. Ooh. Okay, there we go. There we go. That's better. Uh, that is a 26. A 26 will strike your target as you bury your blade into its back. Okay. Is it immune to sneak attack? It is not. If it, it would hey. be immune to critical hits if it was immune to sneak attack. Those are usually go hand in hand. So does that mean my debilitating mm. injury affects this thing? Mm. Yes, it does. Hey. Slow. Make it hit less. Okay. <laughs> yeah, please, um, please make it I do 10 points of damage. A vicious strike. And what would you guys like me to do with it? I can half its speed. Uh, I want it to stop hitting me. Okay, Uh, I am going to take minus two off of its attack rolls, which is minus four against me. Very well. That might help. Hopefully. Okay, but that's my first attack. I'm going to do my second one now. Very well. You spin Uh, your offhand kukri. 22. A 22 will strike your target. Hey, get my sneak attack in here. Much better. Uh, that's ten, 13 points of damage, and he adds another round to the debilitating injury. Very so well. now for so two, two rounds, rounds, he is at Yay. a minus Yay. two to his attack roll. So effectively, you'd step forward and bury both of your blades into the back of his knees. Uh, while he doesn't have tendons to cut, at the very least, he still needs to bend those to move as he would begin to topple, taking damage, dropping down to one knee. It's structural damage. Structural damage, yes. You appear to have cracks in your foundations. Uh, Let me make them bigger. Bum. From there, we go to Sudi. Okay, so this Ankhat isn't as big a threat yeah, as the... Uh, <laughs> Attack the big one. He's more of a housekeeper. <laughs> I feel bad for him, really. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to uh, flurry blows the uh, statue of Nethys, and then I'll move. Maybe not with 15. A 15 will not strike, will not strike either. Will not strike either. 21 to hit the uh, thingamajig. The thingamajig. The statue of Nethys. The statue of Nethys. A 21 will, however, strike the statue of Nethys. All right, so I lash out with a foot, doing five points of damage, which does nothing to it. Yep, bounces off of it to no effect. I then take a five foot step over next to uh, behind Onuris. I like how you're hiding behind the guy with no AC. Uh, there's, no, there's a method of my madness. I'm actually stepping out of the flank. <laughs> yeah, he's just trying um, to avoid and that And that Onkop will then either have to move or uh, something to... I thought you were going to try to open the gate. <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I told you, the we're gate. not running. 
I've been diesel. I was, very, I was very clear about that. We are not running. Sudi is bad at making life choices. Uh, that will bring us to Sakura. Alright, I'm gonna continue wailing on this guy. That's only, uh, so that's an 18, that's only a 20. A 20 will not strike your target. So it's AC's 21. Ah! Oh wait, I don't get two hits. Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, this is in second edition. I rolled a 19 though, and I was like, ah! No. Until we've been doing uh, a play test, we're all like, oh, I'm just gonna take that. I just, thing. I was thinking she was two up and fighting. But. Uh, I usually do, that's why I was doing it, but I'm power attacking. I'm definitely yeah. not gonna double me- not minus two myself. That'd be terrible. Yeah. Whatever. For doing like minimal damage with that offhand weapon. Mm-hmm. From there, we go to the statue. <laughs> It will turn lashing back out at the rogue. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah you, you heard did it. a lot of damage. I to did it. a lot of damage. Minus four to this, though. Yes, because I also have the highest uh, AC in the party. Sure so. do. Right, <laughs> right now. So 16. No. Hey. It would spin underneath that one. It would stumble with its leg damage as it swings back out with a 17. On the nose. That's my normal AC. Uh, it clips you for six points of damage as its skin's spinning you in place before lashing back out with its final strike. Man, that's what mine is for. Good uh, thing I did that. So, 16. No. You would stumble back out of the way of this one as the construct continues to well away on the party. On yours. <laughs> the statues were generating. You could hit this guy. I mean, he's definitely not going for you. You haven't touched him. Yeah... I just, I don't really want to hurt the poor little Onkot. It didn't, I didn't. It, you, you, that you, could aid, on your you could aid another on the statue. What can, how? I Either mean, granting, you could grant Sagira plus two to her AC or, or give someone a plus two bonus on their attack roll. I guess I'll give Sagira plus two bonus on her attack roll since she can Yay. do a crap ton of damage. Very well. Can hit. Uh, you still need to roll an attack and hit it. Oh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you just have to hey. get like a... No. You got a 50-50 chance. Nope. No. Nope. Set a prayer nope. Horse. nope. I roll a two and I have a plus three to attack right now because of the strength penalty. It's so Anuris just kind of sighs and hefts his co-passion. <laughs> Lazily thir- like slashes it. He tries! I, I'm going to say right now with an eight strength that is definitely not lazy yes. to try to have that weapon. <laughs> Whips his whole body around. <laughs> so that brings us to the uncut, which takes a five foot step pursuing Sudi. Yep, that's Okay, fine. so apparently he is not mad at me about this gate. He is still mad about your littering. No, I, I hit him. You litterer. I'm the only one who hit him. That's uh, a 15. Uh, no. Follow that up with a... That is a 13, so that yep. will not hit... I Sudi really feel bad weaving. for this poor little Onkot. I really Bop do. Sudi, I imagine, would start <laughs> as the shadows next to you would coalesce, jolting out at you as an arm seems to almost reach through ah. the bars, lashing at you. Ah, what? what the heck? Before you'd see a pair of green eyes, as there'd be a roar from Isra sticking her arm My through kitty! the claws and beginning <laughs> to claw viciously around the corner <laughs> as the cat My arrives. How did the kitty, kitty get here? My kitty in! My kitty! why? She does have the uh, auspice archetype with the trickery domain. <laughs> she will be able to, like, mirror image herself and stuff. Uh, next level. That's Magic cat. Awesome. He's very uh, cool. So, Jessica, yeah, make Yay. your first attack as your animal companion steps onto the field. Her um, little paw still bandaged up from before, but seems to be working pretty well. Cool. Hey, she likes Onuris. Onuris helped her. I mean, I guess she doesn't really have much of a choice other than to, like, swipe around the corner. Yeah, she's swiping around the corner of okay. that one. I just like the idea of Sudi freaking out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's pretty um, terrifying. <laughs> let's see, we're clawing. So that's 21. A 21 will hit the Ankat 
She does two points of damage. Very well. So the cat would dive to the attack, reach through, claw into this thing before wrenching it over towards the bar, sticking her head through and snapping down on it as the thing would collapse into powder Aww. and dust. Aww. The cat would let out a screech. Did we just kill the housekeeper? I think we might have just killed the housekeeper. He probably just disintegrates and has to rebuild his strength. Okay. We can hope that's what the case, because that's sad otherwise. No, he's dead. What? Citra. Seriously? <laughs> uh, save that for the after party. Too. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the middle Wait, of no, combat like, Seriously? Here. Like, is he dead? To- oh. I'm sorry, Jim. He's, he's dead, Jim. He's dead. But... Well, he should have stopped attacking us. It was dumb. I tried to talk to him. He wouldn't I, talk to I us. tried to leave him alone. I feel really bad. The cat came from <clears throat> behind. Well, the cat's now this place is going to start to decay. and <laughs> sad. Yep. Okay. All because My I turn? littered. It's, it's all, all your fault, Sudi. Make fault. guardians that speak to people. 6,000 years this place has stood with him keeping it safe Sudi! this entire time. <gasps> It's totally not my fault. It's totally your fault. Well, it's totally not my fault. I'll, I'll, fault. I'll get into some details about this thing. It's going to just wail on us and murder us. Uh, she's going to brace for another attack. Did you press yes. forward? Okay, here we go. The luck is returning, guys. <laughs> you just had, had to like warm up the dice. I did. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Had to get that would be a 25. A 25 will strike your flanked target. Yeah. Mess it up. Your blade burying into the thing. Be uh, 11 points of damage and add another round to I the... will add Oh, nothing. wait, that was a threat. That was a threat. <laughs> that was not a confirmed threat. <laughs> <laughs> I will add nothing as you ram your blade into the side of its neck before wrenching with the head falls free, scattering to the floor. The statue freezes in place with its arms still upraised, preparing to club you with the staff. I suppose all of you kind of heave a sigh of relief. Does that staff come off? Uh, yeah, it does look like it can be detached. Huh. Is it like a real staff or is it like a carved staff? No, it's, it's a real quarter staff. Is it magical? I don't know. Well, you'd have to use your magic eyes for that. Somebody can I magic. praise check it? The cat roars from the other side oh, of the yeah, gate. Oh yeah, let my kitty in. licking himself. Oh, yeah, I was like, herself. herself. How did... licking herself. How? how? I don't know. I'm going to go try She's to open the door. She's probably a very good tracker. I'm going to go try to open the door and let yeah. her through. I want to get this staff out of this guy's hands. Well, you can take 10 to disable the door to open it. You just can't take 10 to disable the door to keep it open. Well, I got a 25. I guess I'll detect okay. magic. Yeah, so you open the door. The cat comes trotting in. Kitty. She's still favoring that one paw, but she seems to be moving with fairly good speed. I give her scratches as I wait for um, the results of your magic stuffs. She spits gravel. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, because she bit it. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, are you made of sense? No, that's just something cats do. (laughs) It takes its litter box with it. Um, I detect magic. Detecting magic? There's a single magical aura in this coming off of the staff. Hey, Staff of healing. Oh, my God. Please, please, please. Um, I don't know. Which hand was it in? 25. The hurdy hand. With a 25, this is a plus one quarter staff. Uh, hey, you can proficient. use that. Yeah, I was going to say, Sudi can use Everyone that. in the party is proficient. So you could literally just have a plus one thing to beat someone with. Yeah, so I'll write it down. For it me. is a monk weapon, so you can flurry blows with it. Yes, I can. Um, experience? You do, in fact, garner experience for defeating the Ankhot 
mm. which is a challenge rating of four. I feel really netting bad the party three hundred XP. Onuris feels really bad about that too. And the Graven yeah. Guardian, which is a challenge rating of five, mm. netting the party four hundred XP. Citra is very shaken up about this. She's not like the day we killed. You know what? My cat is also, I believe, from my deity, so it's okay. <laughs> it was a deity on deity fight. Oh, okay. Best at one. Yes, always. <laughs> look at this magnificent beast, and you look over, and she's just laying on her side. <laughs> <laughs> she's sniffing. I Aww. would uh, <laughs> prefer to go through the cleric divine side of the building. Uh, I would also, because maybe I'll find something to uh, cure my terrible, terrible wounds. Is Nethys the type to switch it, though, just to trick us? No. Eh. His, the sides are very distinctive, destruction and creation. I will actually let the party make a perception roll if they so wish. There it goes again. Sudi gets a 23. I get a 16. Citra only gets a 14. On yours gets a 20. Would scent help? No. With a 23 and a 20, both of you would note that both of these doors are closed. You would not be remotely surprised to find that both of them are locked. (laughs) However, you don't think you're the first people to have fought this thing. There are other signs here and there of missed swings from this quarterstaff where it's dinged the floor and cracked the walls. However, the statue itself, of course, is capable of repairing itself. And therefore, once it climbed back up on its pedestal, it was eventually in full shape again. There. You do notice that there is some old blood. Older than today, but old blood on the floor scattered here and there. Seemingly leading through the door, interestingly enough, to the statue's left. It's destruction side. Well, that's the side the Scorched Hand would have gone through. They're all almost... They're more... They are the Scorched Hand. Yeah, that's the side that they favor. There weren't any other magic... There wasn't any other magical gear left upstairs. It's entirely possible that it attacks if there's magic. So the Scorched Hand, if they came through, didn't leave anything behind. Well, maybe they're also failing the pen, and we can have a even footing. <laughs> so we can go through the healing door and maybe find some magic or we continue tracking the scorched hand and go through the destruction side i mean we've seen no evidence that the scorched hand is actually that has that they've actually left yet true but we could miss them at this juncture could we uh i'm looking through my pack could we somehow make it so that this door will not open even if it's unlocked and but we can still unlock it when we're ready to go through it like by putting a pitten in there or like i don't know have a crowbar I mean, How talented is their scout? I didn't ask her about her lockpicking skills or anything. I mean, there's a chance, but I had trouble just even trying to disable the spring. Well, that was a real fancy door. I'm talking about, like, these stone doors. Oh. That we're gonna, like, somehow... Like, if we had a big, heavy box to put in front of it, that'd be cool. <laughs> if we had something like a... I don't know, a statue that wasn't attached to anything. To put oh, yeah, a statue! Door. Let's move this big, heavy statue over there. That way they can't get out. There's only one person that has any strength on that team. You saw them. <laughs> That's true. I mean, so, they can magic To be fair, something. they're doing better than you guys. <laughs> we don't know that. So oh, let's... just the one guy that had superior strength now has... I say sight. let's prop the heavy statue in front of the other door, and then we go through the cleric side. This seems like a good plan. Let's do that. I will assist. I will try to assist. Anuris gets a nine, taking ten, so, no. you know. <laughs> okay. Oh, my cat's not helping. Here we go. Yeah, you could take your time to struggle it over there. Okay, cool. 
So it would take you guys a couple of minutes to strike. Which... Do these doors open inward or outward? Because if these doors oh, open yeah. inward, putting the statue over there is not going to do it's squat. Both, both of these sets of doors open into this room. There you go. All right, we put the statue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it. Instead of being a barricade, it's a trap. It just falls on top of the first person <laughs> walk through the door. That's what Onuris' wisdom of 19 brings to the party. It's like, guys, which way do these doors open before we do this? I have a 14 wisdom. I just didn't think about it. I really wish we had a wizard to just be a brain. <laughs> we got well, common so. sense guy. All right, I guess we go through the cleric side. We do. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, because we need everything. healing something fierce, something mighty fierce. <laughs> Citrus probably thinking, this is why I don't follow Nethus. <laughs> anyway, opening this door, you would drag these two doors open. Again, there would be that coldness that permeates this place. Now against all of your fresh wounds. Hey, on yours didn't get touched. Is it uh, magical? Like, is up. it sensing that we have magic? Mm. I mean, there's no real way to knowing. Like, potentially, you fought this golem. If it was the guardian to stop you from wearing magic, you could potentially go back and get your magic. But you don't know if that's the case or not. I don't trust anything in here now. <laughs> on yours is like, I trust my 11 AC. This door would open into a hallway. This hallway stretches off towards your right-hand side, as well as directly ahead of you. Kind of like you're at the, the corner of an L-shaped hallway. As you glance down towards your right, you can see that the hallway goes for some distance before reaching a set of double doors on the right-hand wall, the same wall that you're coming in from, before the hallway continues to curve around past that and go deeper into the complex. At that point, it passes beyond the range of your low-light-assisted vision from your light spell, which is further than dark vision, by the way. The passage also makes its way directly straight ahead. At this case, it seems to go for about a distance of 40 feet or so before turning off at an angle and continuing out of your line of sight. In both of these cases, though, these hallways are about, you'd say, maybe 10, 11, 12 feet wide. Despite that, they are still made of the same black stone floors, walls, and ceiling. I thought the side was white. No, just the statue was divided oh, that okay. way, but the rooms themselves don't mm-hmm. appear to be divided in any way. So at the moment, you're at a fork. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, Catch a leopard by its toe. <laughs> Which way does Isra think we should go? It's <laughs> a good question, actually. Technically, she could track? Yeah, you could give her the track command. I'm going to give her the track command. I don't know. If what her track. survival is lower than yours, then giving her the track command lets her aid another on you. Okay, good. Yeah, because my survival is definitely better than hers. Yes. Because she doesn't get that. So you can effectively just... I can super track. Yeah. If only we had some of that blood from upstairs. Wow, wow. Okay, wow. That's a real good roll. 25, and then she helps me, so that's a plus... Plus two. Uh, so 27. 27. With the 27, you would kind of lean down, glance across the floor here. You can see signs that the Scorchan came through here. Whether or not they double-backed and came through here, or this is the initial way they came, you're not entirely positive. You see prints going back and forth, though. So they went from here and then passed back through this intersection. Hmm. Although which way that they went after that, you're not quite positive. However, the barefooted man, the blood seems to have mostly gone off of him at this point. You're wondering if maybe his descending down the stairs, maybe him walking through the room, maybe his bandages just soaked. Maybe he was forced to fight that guardian as well. Hmm. Again, with its regenerative abilities, you have no idea if every group had to fight it. Yeah. You do, however, see a few drops of blood. You at first think that this is leading straight ahead. And that passage that makes its way ahead before turning out of sight, the one with no exits. 
and it does, for a few feet, before you'd notice a few scuffs on the wall. And then the blood would seem to drop as if he stopped at a spot maybe some ten feet down the passage. Hmm. Stop staring at a section of the wall. Then his trail just seems to end there. You see a few points, almost as if maybe he walked through the wall, and then turned, walked right back out, ascended up the stairs, and left. There's a secret door. I'm going to point where the secret door should be. Ezra would growl her confirmation, or just growls. She doesn't actually understand words, but... Not yet. (laughs) Citra approaches and tries to check for any sort of trap that may be in the way, or... You may make a perception roll. Oh, so much better. That would be a 28. Oh, wait, no. Because I get a plus two for perception against trap, so that's actually a 30. With a 30. First, you do see the secret door. It doesn't look like it was sealed entirely. If this man knew that there was someone else here, you can only imagine he probably would have. But he didn't. There's just a slight raising on one side where you can kind of hook your fingers. You don't even need to find the release for the secret door. You can just pry it back open again. Interestingly, though, possibly more interesting than that, you determine that there is a trap. More specifically, there was a trap. You can see runes, glyphs etched into the edge of the door, although their magic is fading. There was some sort of magical ward or protection on here, and then judging by the blood that you can see back and forth, you don't think that the blood in here is from him reopening his injury. Hmm. You think he triggered whatever this was. Hmm. I found the secret door. Looks like there was a trap here, but um, it's very curious. He didn't close it back all the way. Well, was a trap? Well, there's some latent magic, but it's fading. So he triggered it and ran? Well, let's open the door. Okay, I'm opening the door. All right. You'd be able to pry this open easily. It swings open silently. Not due to any sort of magic, but just because it is well-maintained. Not anymore. It is for a while. Not long, yeah. It's for a while. This opens up into a room that's not exceptionally large, uh, but it is spacious enough that it could accommodate all of you making your way in. The chamber beyond contains a stone effigy of a humanoid figure, which would stand on the, on the wall opposite of the door that you just came through. Its arms are spread in a gesture of supplication, hmm. or maybe as if it's commanding something to rise into the air. The figure's face is devoid of detail, a blank slate with only the vague contours of where eyes and a nose and a mouth should be. An extensive series of hieroglyphs covers the entirety of the wall off towards your left-hand side. Opposite of that, off towards your right-hand side, is a stone bench that stands against the wall. I would like to read the hieroglyphs, please. Very well. Uh, What are the rest of you doing? I'm going to look at this statue. I'm checking our backs. Suspiciously. So Sudi's just going to kind of stand in the doorway and watch the other two directions? I'll look at the bench. Very well. So you're looking at the bench. Very well. As all of you would make your way into the room, hieroglyphs cover the wall off towards your side. One that you can just kind of glance over to try to infer exactly what it means. Onuris would begin to translate these, Sagira making your way over and just watching this statue. It is a curious statue. I will actually let you make me a uh, 
You know what? Actually, you identified the Ankhon. The statue's overall build, everything about it is detailed. The robes, the muscles on the statue, everything, everything but the face. Mm -hmm. It almost looks like it was worn away by time, but this is connected to the building. Hmm. The creature would have maintained it, which makes you believe that whomever carved this intentionally left the statue's face featureless. That's weird. You can make it a perception roll if you wish to inspect the statue closer. Yes. 26. You do notice something curious. There are subtle indentations around the figure's ears and chin, almost as if, almost as if it was designed to have something on its head, <gasps> something covering it. A mask. As you would take note of this, you would also notice that this place is well maintained. It is clean. It doesn't mean it's devoid of dust. Mm-hmm. The thing is not supernatural. It just has to go around and clean. There is some dust in this room. There is no dust on the head of this thing. Mm. Yeah, somebody took the mask that was on the statue. Mm. The barefoot guy. Who might be connected to the silver chain because they're into masks, right? They're a new religious leader. Apparently has some kind of funerary mask that she wears. Yes, but funerary masks were common in ancient Assyriani. It wouldn't be out of the ordinary for there to be one here at the temple. Yeah, this is like a special one that lived on this statue. I mean, it's because also behind a hidden door, so it's not something that they displayed openly. Yeah. And he came straight here, you said? He came so here, and then he left. This is where he was coming to. So he had to have known this was here. How would he have known that this was here, behind the secret door? Who wanders around with no shoes on? <laughs> Poor people. In a land full of scorpions. You wear boots. <laughs> I don't know. The silver He's chain He's got ability. Is... He can't just be a poor guy. I mean, he could be poor and have ability, but, like, he would at least have shoes. <laughs> I don't know. There's something very suspicious about this whole thing, obviously, but... The scorched hand could have taken it also, but, it, I mean, we saw his footprints. Well, what he also triggered the trap. If he actually knew this was him. here, he wouldn't have triggered the trap. Well, he may have known that it was here, but he may not have known what traps were guarding it. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Because he got hit by the trap earlier, too. Mm-hmm. He triggered two traps. Or he could be a golem type thing, right? We've seen some... Like, he wouldn't be blood. bleeding. Oh, yeah, I guess they don't bleed. Well, maybe he was told... What if he was a zombie? Or told by someone else where uh, to go, and they just... Uh, maybe he had to go or he would die, and he was poor because he didn't have shoes on, so he was, like, blackmailed into it. The hat lady. Oh, Valeriana. Valeriana had packs, yeah. Valeriana was asking everyone for the location of this place. She's desperate to find it. So there has to be information within the Church of Nethys that says something important is here. Well, it's and true so if she he... knows about it, it's not unthink un- of that someone else would know that something was down here as well. Well, if she and it knew could... it was here, right? She, I mean, well, she knew because she came here specifically to get this spot. Well, she, yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's not unheard of that someone else would know that there was something important at this location. Mm-hmm. And it could also explain why he knew what to look for, but he didn't know of the traps because no one's entered this place in centuries. That's true. But know. he's obviously not with the scorched sand. No. Roshert the heat. Person with feet. Humanoid, medium size. Citra, making your way over, looking around, you would notice that there is more blood in here. The blood is still tacky from a recent enough origin, much like the blood that you'd seen upstairs. You may make a perception roll. 
find that healing font. Uh, that'd be an 18. This will also be pertinent for you. You may make me a knowledge arcana. You would note there's still a fair amount of blood, kind of following it, trailing it back over. It seems to be basically this a symbol, or at some point you can see there's a mark of a a full-blown magical glyph. Mm. Some sort of protected, powerful magic that was triggered in this chamber. Probably the initial source or the source of the blood that you saw outside. Whomever this was, though, kept going. Whoever this is, is must be barely hanging on at this point. Or ridiculously strong. If they're barely hanging on, there's not enough blood. That glyph is powerful. That's magic, powerful magic. Magical traps and spells don't always necessarily cause physical harm. Mm. Still, it's, that's, it's a lot to go through. First getting attacked by a scythe, then setting this off. He might have healing capabilities. Or she, they. Seeing this, you know that it's quite possible that Onurus, with his ability to see magic and understand it, may be able to determine more. Onurus, you would be able to, at this point, finish translating through the long wall of ancient Osiriani hieroglyphs. These are written in a poetic style, in an ancient dialect that is particularly difficult to follow. This isn't just ancient Osiriani. This is First Age Osiriani. Translating it, though, it would read as follows. Woe to you who would plunder the reliquy of the thrice-divided soul. Turn away, lest the harsh judgment of the forgotten one fall upon you and your descendants to a thousand generations. Turn away, for his caw cannot be appeased, and it shall call forth legions of the dead and the damned. Turn away, and may the all-seeing eye and the Lady of Graves take pity on you. For if not, the forgotten Pharaoh shall consume you, body and soul. You may make me a knowledge religion. Well, I don't know if you shared that yet. Well, on yours may make me yeah, a knowledge Yeah, I mean, I would have... Well, you read it first, so you can make the knowledge religion first. And then if someone else fails, you can ask for some help. Uh, 24. Uh, This is fairly simple. First off, it seems to refer to this place as the reliquy of the thrice-divided soul. Hmm. You would know, as a priest of the Osiriani religions, that an individual is comprised of three parts. His ba, his ka, and his ib. Thrice-divided, though, means that something has separated all of this entirely. That is something that should not happen. Secondly, it says something about the judgment of the Forgotten One. That is capitalized, as if it's referring to a specific individual. The Forgotten there seems to also connect to the Forgotten and the Forgotten Pharaoh, as if in both of those cases it's referring to the same individual. Not a god, but a being. Finally, you would know that, as stated, one of the three components of an individual is their call. It references here that his call cannot be appeased and shall call forth legions of the dead and damned. That means he's the, not at rest at the afterlife, right? Effectively, <clears throat> the call is more or less the soul <clears throat> or the spirit of the creature. The call contains the person's vital spark, that which distinguishes the living from the dead. Can I make a knowledge history about this forgotten pharaoh? You may if you so wish. 
history. Uh, 19. No. During the Kelashite interrogum, much of Osirian's history was lost. Effectively, when the Kelashites arrived in the Faith of Serenre, they tried their best to remove all vestiges of the old gods, as well as the pharaohs, because the pharaohs were worshipped as deities, to bring Osirian in line with the Kelashite Empire. There are numerous pharaohs that were forgotten. That being said... This is capital forgotten pharaoh. And in addition, <laughs> this was written before four pharaohs of ascension. Mm. This was written before the second age of Osirian. This is... This seems to be less like an, an honorific and more like... This guy did something and they're blasting him out of history. Refusing to use even his name. Imhotep. <laughs> Imhotep. Uh, which pharaoh was it? This one that got rid of all the deities and tried to make them worship just the one. They did that with him. Oh, uh, uh, Aten? Yeah. Well, Aten was the name of the god. Yeah. yeah. They also did that to a lot of female pharaohs. They would like, as yeah. soon as they took over, they would like wipe out everything. About yeah, but them. no, this this was uh, this was a like religious purge. Um, yeah, and like there's only they've only ever discovered like four like. But anyway, like it's a thing that actually happened in ancient Egypt. So <laughs> they were big fans of revisionist so history. They, yeah, yeah, they they loved revisionist history. They were very xenophobic. Yeah, that's all that Onyris finds. This is bad. Mm-hmm. Why? What? If this was some, if this room was guarding some relic of this forgotten pharaoh that they felt the need to try to erase from history and guard with this kind of magic, this is a very dangerous item they've taken. I assume you read this to everyone. Mm. Yeah, he would have like, read out the. <laughs> yeah, he would have read the whole thing out to everyone. You know what? I am not game. For hordes of undead. I mean, I like the undead because I'm good at killing them, but I do not want hordes. That seems bad. Yeah. And the but idea they, that when they say his caw cannot be appeased, it's basically that he's not at rest in the afterlife. Would his caw have anything to do with a funerary mass that was stolen? I mean, or it's just a, a mass. Par- it's, it's what the caw is basically what most people would call your soul. It's your personality. Okay. The part that goes to plasma when you die. Yes. Mm. Well, they took a mask. Regardless, Somebody took it. Probably some sort of funerary mask for this pharaoh, I would imagine, or some other maybe powerful magic item he used while alive. Yep. It was super hidden, and I imagine that Nethys was probably pretty good at protecting evil magic. He must not be completely forgotten if somebody knew where to find this. People are really into weird cults. Well, the information about the First Age is scattered everywhere after the Kelish came and tried to destroy everything. Mm. Who knows what people have found and not shared with the libraries or... Especially if they want Or it's been Mm -hmm. sold to who knows where and now some foreigners down here rummaging around where they shouldn't. I wonder if that's what... Like a lot of the groups that are coming... Exactly. I wonder if that's what Valeriana was looking for. So if we could find them, maybe we could say, hey... It's stolen. Sorry. If we find them and they have artifacts from the site, I am turning them over to the voices. Well, sure, but I mean, if they're here and the only thing they were looking for is that mask and they have nothing on them and they were here to grab something that could potentially end the world to protect it at a different temple that's currently inhabited, this doesn't seem like such a bad thing. They forfeited their lives as soon as they came in here. And Studi's right. So you wouldn't break into a temple if it meant saving the whole world? They would need to go through the proper channels. I would break into a temple. I would break into a temple in a heartbeat to save the entire world. (laughs) We don't know if that's even that drastic. Hordes of undead. Hordes. 
That's the big amount. It specifically said legions, but yeah, it's about legions the same. of undead. <laughs> but legions. we, the hand isn't the one that found it. Right, they're not. No, but what if the hand was here to, to get, get it, it to, to try and prevent something like this from happening? Maybe they've been good this whole time. Nethys is a neutral-ish kind of guy. They wouldn't be super into following the law. There are better ways to go about it. Than oh, okay. We can argue this. over their methods. But, but regardless, we need to find them. Yes. Yes, we do. May- they might know more than we know, which is also helpful. True. We I- should head back. Oh, wait. That's sigil. What was it? Okay, is there enough? If I detect magic, can I get anything from it? Detecting magic, you nearly reel and vomit. Oh, wow. Sorry. Not from the rune. This room is flooded with necromatic energy. As you kind of turn and stare, there's this odd... It kind of bleeds like burn marks across the wall. And as you stare up towards the statue, the face of this blazes with magic. As if something of unholy and uncontrollable power oh, once set upon there is it. There's an evil artifact taken out here. That's... And it's stolen. Peachy. You may make me a Meldracana. I don't have that. Oh, that's awkward. You can explain what's going on yeah. to Citra. Take 10, woman. I got rolled a 20. Oh, so okay. 26. With a 26, with what he's describing and your understanding of magic, this room, normally speaking, unless a magic was used, you wouldn't be able to see any signs of its previous presence. Which kind of gives you the impression that whatever this was, that was buried here, was still in effect the whole time it was here. Mm. It's necromatic energy seeping out of this room, which seems to have mostly contained it. There's a lot of there's a lot of ghouls here. Is that what started the plague? Is that what created those jackals? Oh, maybe. The jackals were flayed, though. No, I that, think that the magic the... wouldn't have done that. They would have been zombies. I think that was the div. However, I will point out Citra's view on this may be a little bit different than on Eurus's, and probably Sudi in this case. This energy does not necessarily or does not necessarily mean foul or evil. It is necromatic from his description, but it could potentially be be balanced. You don't get this horrible sense of evil. That's half of it. So we're in a temple of Nethys. Mm-hmm. His thing is balance, yes? Mm-hmm. It's not all bad. What's in here, it's, it's both. Ah, probably depending on the wielder. Yeah, so if Barefoot Man is evil, then well, uh, I mean, we have a problem. I don't know. We have a lot of his blood, though, so maybe we can, like... Figure something out. I don't know. Like, Start scrying on him. I don't have any magic. <laughs> I mean, there was a wizard in a tavern, though. Do you think he can do some, some magic? He's a diviner, Doubtfully. but I doubt he's that powerful. Okay. We should continue Quick our search for the scorched guy. hand. Yeah, let's see if we can find our buddies. So I guess we can go back to the uh, statue room. And go. Well, we During this whole thing, Sudi with an ear cocked to the hallway. Oh, we're going to hear some... Go ahead and roll me a perception. Oh, to hear the flippin' bother. scorched hand coming. Oh, bother. We're going to have to get through that statue first, uh, son. I get a 22. Unless these corridors connect somewhere else again. That's true. Which is possible. Or they... You know, you you said they went one way and came back. Maybe they were still going the other direction. <laughs> they got stuck. With a 22, cocking your ear, 
You do hear some movement somewhere else down here. You can't determine which way it comes from. You think maybe south? But oddly, the, the noise seems to bounce back from both directions. But seems somewhat louder, maybe further down the hallway. It's either the acoustics down here, or both of these hallways connect somewhere. Hmm. Regardless, though, keeping your eyes out, watching back and forth, you don't see light. And you know they would need it to operate down They're here. They're all humans, aren't they? Three humans and a half of Three and a half humans. <laughs> um, did you say one of the one of these hallways did end into a room? Both of the hallways continue and you can't see. Both mm-hmm. of them curve and you can't see. But you do see a set of double doors down the hallway. That's the main direction that Sudi hears the noise coming from. Maybe we just go that way? There's sound coming from there. But it sounds like it's... Close this door. Oh, oh yeah, let's close this door real good. All the way. Oh, uh, you could have made a spellcraft, by the way. Well, that's a good roll. 25. With a 25. We just got the plot cut, y'all. It's almost as if there was a... A mask on the statue. Uh, like some kind of mummy's mask. Yeah, so let's say roll credits. Roll. And now we know what we're doing when we finish our site. <laughs> Rolling credits? Hunting down Look a two, mummy. here we come. It's uh, a really vague hook. Ah, uh, well, evil and world ending. <laughs> well, it, right. it ties in with the, the silver chain, so. Yeah. I have a feeling that yeah. we're going to be like hunting after the silver chain. With your spellcraft, though, you would know glancing this over. The, the spell here was a glyph of warding. Out of the glyph spells, it's one of the weakest. Mm-hmm. But the... Can't find it. An easy way for you to phrase this that wouldn't be metagamey. The caster level. <laughs> um, the, the power of the... The power and faith and devotion of the divine caster that put this here was great. While the glyph is a fairly basic spell, the person who cast it was highly blessed by Nethus. I bet it was a high priest. Possibly. I mean, that's what I'm Who knows? It was 6,000 years ago. I don't know if we've even thought of trying to find the records. It was this powerful. I would have thought they would have guarded it even better. Well, they didn't expect to all disappear or die or whatever. And Wati was founded in the first age. There's literally a palace in the city that the pharaoh used to live in. And many of the pharaohs back then worshipped Nethys. This would have been a very secure place. Also, if you're thinking about it, just taking in everything you've seen here, the individual would have to go through the only entrance into the temple because there are no windows. There's only a single door. Past all of the priests, through a room, assuming that they actually bound that div here, battling said div, much as you did earlier, have to walk through the high priest's chambers... Fight their way through the trapped hallway, downstairs, battle a golem or a construct, and then get here. Again, potentially if they had more powerful spells, although Glyphs of Warding are in fact a permanent spell, so once you cast it, you can just fire it and forget. It's probably more of an alarm type thing than anything else. Yeah. Because if they heard some commotion, they could then do something. It's also noteworthy that this person seemed to know exactly where this was. You guys effectively walked here and then walked up to a random wall of no significance whatsoever to find the secret passage. They may have may have just been relying on anonymity to well, basically just. And we mostly seem to notice it because place. it was already cracked. When we shut it flush, I bet you it's nigh impossible to even see. Yeah, let's just close it all the way and head on toward those double <laughs> this doors. This does once again raise the eternal issue of why didn't you just bury this? They did. I mean, they kind of. I mean, did. without, the, without the door, like just like <laughs> seal the door. 
just like no. Well, no, because no, then no, it could no. have been eaten by a boule and. Someone could have just teleported in this room and they couldn't have come in here to secure it or someone could have yeah. shadow walked into the chamber. Or an Earth Elemental could have gotten it and become like an overlord. Yeah, or a <laughs> Shaitan genie could have just glided through the floor. Uh, Man, everything's much harder with magic. Anywho, yeah. let's go to those double doors. We close this one, right? Onurus might also wonder if the, the reason that he was able to sense it was because this door was still left cracked. Mm. When you first came to the top of the stairs, you may not have been able to even sense it otherwise. But of course, God knows how long it's been bleeding necromatic energy into the surrounding land. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to shut this door. <laughs> we're going to bury this again. <laughs> like, scuff up the blood so that nobody can see that there's... Somebody write down those hieroglyphs. On <laughs> yours uh, has his journal. He usually copies down most of what we find cool. in it. Because the so. temple's going to need to know about this, I would imagine. Oh, uh, yeah. But closing the door, you would turn setting off... Making your way down the hall, you would find that there's just a simple set of stone double doors on your right-hand side, and then the hallway curves off towards your left further ahead. To connect back, so that would kind of connect back, maybe. Yeah, you think it probably... It would curve left, which means it would curve east, and the other hall that you saw up there was heading east, so it might curve back around to meet up with it somewhere. Check the doors? Yeah. Checking the doors. Because everybody looks at Citra. (laughs) Who's had a great track record so far. Am I checking for trap? Actually, with your trap spotter, I'll call on you whenever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it locked, though? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you wait over. This door is locked. <laughs> 25. It oh, wait, it would have been a 23. Sorry. Yeah. If it had been unlocked, I think we all would have been way scared. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. 24. Gosh, I can't add. Math. So what'd you make? <laughs> make sure. Hold on. Oh, 13. 13. 26. Man, decide on the number. A, 20, <laughs> a 26 to unlock the door. Hey, you married this math dumb person, so. I think it was part of my vows. I believe specifically it said. It was. I was, I remember that. It supports you through all of your problems, even math problems, even the simple ones. Anyway, opening the door. These double doors would open up into a large chamber. Oh boy. A stone altar is flanked by two bronze urns, sitting against the wall off towards the right-hand side of this chamber. Immediately ahead, going the full length of the chamber from where you stand down towards the end, you would see three rows of stone pews facing the altar. Oh, so this is like a... Preparation room. Yeah, or a chapel. A lacquered wooden cabinet is bolted to one of the walls. Set it about head level. Oh my god, I detect magic. <laughs> and a long stone table runs parallel on the wall immediately off towards your right-hand side. As you would open the door, you would notice all of this. And a single figure. Oh boy. Is he wearing shoes? <laughs> Are they wearing shoes? He is not wearing shoes. <laughs> the man would sit in the front pew, staring up towards the altar. As you would open it, you would note that he is not wearing any shoes. He also has no skin on his feet, or legs, or arm. The figure would slide up towards his feet, Skelly? turning his skeletal face towards you, his eyes blazing with blue fire. Hmm. But the feet we were following were fleshy. They weren't skeleton feet. Yeah. No, they were fleshy feet. But if somebody died down here, there's been a lot of necromatic energy... The one. 
and the others. And now you oh. have failed. Sorry. But I will not fail now. What language? Yeah, what language? It is addressing all of you in ancient Osirian. Oh, as he begins to stride forward, grabbing his spear from where it sits on the bench and spinning it, he would begin to let out a crackling hiss from his skeletal face, and we will pick it up here next time. Is this is this going to be like an Indiana Jones and the Holy Grail thing where he's like, oh, I will defeat you, and then he's like so old, and he's just like, all right, I'm just going to help you with guys thanks for listening to the latest episode if you want to get in contact with us you can go to our twitter at find the path chan you can also use our hashtag find the path pod we have a subreddit now at r slash find the path podcast we also have a website find-path.com our blog is there with our little character vignettes and our character sheets if you guys are interested in those and if you want to send us a question that we can answer in our after parties, email us at findthepathchannel at gmail.com. If you're listening on iTunes or have access to iTunes, we'd really appreciate it if you went on and gave us a review so more people can find us. Good luck, Pathfinders!